Hello. <laughs> Welcome uh, to episode one. Episode one. The Phantom Men is now. Uh, this is episode one of Your Last Dumb Breath with Bardangus. What is up? How is everybody doing? This is a podcast about unusual deaths and thing that or things that surround it. Um, not a great time to talk about death, <laughs> especially with what's going on. But you know what? Fuck it. Maybe this is like that sad song that you listen to during a breakup and then you get over it or something. But maybe maybe this is insensitive as shit. Probably. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so this is a podcast about unusual deaths and with like a little bit of history around it because I, to be honest, I got stoned one night and I was, uh, <laughs> I was, I had, I don't know why I looked up unusual deaths, but I did. And holy shit, there's some fucking funny ones. And I got to say that old TV show from like 10 years ago, it has nothing on what you're about to fucking hear. Uh, a thousand way to dies, dude. Suck me, suck me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you probably made way more money than I'm about to make, cause I'm just a guy in a suit in his fucking basement, baby. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So let's fucking. Are you guys ready? Are you ready for this? This is episode one, the pilot episode where. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. Let's do this. Um, okay, so Draco of Athens, dude. Draco of motherfucking Athens. Look at this dude. Buff dude. Not Draco Malfoy. Draco of Athens, everybody. Draco of Athens. So uh Draco of Athens, this dude lived between uh 650 BC and 600 BC. Which uh, still fucks me up. Like, <clears throat> I just, I, I really want to know what year they were talking about back then. Because nobody, nobody that was alive was counting backwards. And then also, this is like the 7th century BC. I don't fucking know. I think it's the 7th century. 650. So this dude, this dude, Benjamin Button, <laughs> he, he was born in 650, died in 600 BC. Uh, this dude had some tight ass name, Draco, Draco or Dracon. Damn, this guy sounds like a fucking vampire. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. So th this stuff is kind of fun to look into because like, I guess in school, I kind of like when people were teaching me history, like I never, I don't know, I'm dumb, <laughs> but I never like thought about like what was going on on the other side of the earth. So this is tight. Like, so, uh, you know, halfway between, uh, Draco's life in the middle of his life, dude, Ezekiel was born, you know, motherfucking that guy from the Bible, the Hebrew Bible, the book of Ezekiel, the entire book was written on. This guy was around while uh, Draco of Athens, the legislator was around. Um, and so basically, I don't know, not to get too distracted, but Ezekiel, uh, Prophesies the destruction of Jerusalem and a res restoration of land of Israel. See, okay. Bear with me because I'm legit. <laughs> I'm reading out loud to y'all and trying to be funny and trying to work this goddamn computer and having a drink. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> I should have reread, 
read over it. Prophesized destruction of Jerusalem and restoration of the land of Israel. Why am I fucking making a correction on this? Who cares? Uh, which, come on. Like, that was like the major town around there. It's like, yeah, of course it's going to get fucked up, dude. Like, it got too big. Too big. Uh, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Okay, fuck this. Um, and then uh, uh, 10 years before Draco was uh, born, apparently, uh, Japan is founded. So, I don't know, Ezekiel's hanging out, like, uh, getting into God and stuff. Somebody founded Japan, and... This legislator in Athens is walking around with a robe on a or a bedsheet or something. Um, this one's tied to uh, 648 uh, Pancration. Like, this is the original UFC. This is Pancration, dude. It's so tight. 648 Pancration was invented. And Pancration is like a... Uh, they, they said it was an empty-handed submission with scarcely any rules... And this was introed into the Greek Olympic Games. So, I don't know. Drake has got to be a huge fan of Pancreation, dude. It's it's legit. Look at this pot. <laughs> it's legit just dudes fucking kicking the shit out of each other. Scratching? Yes. Biting? Of course, dude. Eye gouging? Number one. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you imagine when this was invented? Just a bunch of fucking, hey, let's uh, let's put two guys and see, I don't, who cares? Let them fight. Let them fucking fight, dude. Um, I, I read this, uh, the, this, this was nice to read. Uh, <clears throat> uh, one ancient, ancient account tells of a situation in which the judges were trying to determine the winner of a match. <laughs> the difficulty lay in, in fact, that both men had died in the arena from their injuries. So you're trying to, what dead guy just won? <laughs> and I mean, at that point, I, I guess, who gives a shit? But also, you know, you gotta, I'm sure people were like betting like, I don't know, goats and shit on this. Like I, I bet four pots and a goat head for, okay. Um, but so the difficulty lie that, like trying to figure out who won, uh, it was hard to figure out who won. Uh, so eventually the, so, cause both of them were dead. They're both fucking dead. Just laying there in the dirt. <laughs> and eventually, oh my God, I should have done a whole episode on Pancreas. No. Okay. Uh, so eventually the judges decide that the winner was the one who didn't have his eyes gouged out. <laughs> that is such, so like, like I could kick the shit out of a dude, but if he took both my eyes, like I lose. What the fuck? I'm walking around. I'm walking around like John Depp, dude. Remember in, uh, what's that, Once Upon a Time in Mexico? He's walking around with, I have no fucking eye. <laughs> I rewatched that clip just to see it. And he goes, Johnny Depp, he goes, he's like in a cab. He's like trying to go somewhere. I, I don't know. who, Dude, if I didn't have any eyes, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm good. I'm just going to go lay over here. <laughs> <laughs> But he's he's driving in a cab and uh he's dude he looks like a fucking cool ass dude. Look at look at that shit. He's got like blood coming out of his eyes and sick ass sunglasses. It'd be different if he had on like I don't know. <laughs> like those hard sunglasses. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he's riding in the car and they're, they're like, we can't go any farther. And he's like, can't you? He's like, look. He's like, I can't see. Fuck Mook. I have no eyes. <laughs> Which Mook sounds like a racial slur, but it's not. I looked it up. Don't worry. Dude, fuck Mook? Fuck yeah, dude. You fucking Mook? How good does Mook sound? Woo! <laughs> Throw that out next time someone uh, being a little shithead. Get the fuck out of here, you Mook. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, what the fuck's Draken? Draco. Draco of Athens, dude. Not the gun. The guy. The legislator. <clears throat> um... So basically, uh, Draco of Athens is famously known as the first recorded legislator of Athens in ancient Greece. Pretty fucking cool. Um, I, I mean, I guess. Is that cool? I don't, I don't really know. Um, I guess you're like a revolutionary or something. I don't fucking know. Whatever. But okay. So anyways, he, he, he's believed to belong to the Greek nobility of Attica as found in the 10th century Suda, which is basically like the ancient Wikipedia. It's like a fucking big old dirty book that just some dickhead wrote a bunch of shit down. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, the, the Suda, shit, hold on a sec. Okay. Um, the Suda, it dates Draco's living and dying prior to the 6th century, seven sages of Greece, which, holy shit, what a fucking tight, like, what's up? I'm, I'm one of the seven sages of Greece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the mathematician. I'm a, damn, they, whew, they could clean up at a bar. <laughs> I, I wonder if they had those, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so these seven sages of Greece were regarded as the seven wise men of Greek tradition, made up of philosophers, statesmen, lawgivers, renowned for their wisdom. And I, I don't know, dude, you invented, you put letters in math now, and now you're a fucking one of the seven sages. Cool. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the one that stuck out to me was a Thales of Miletus. Who's known as the first or the first well-known Greek philosopher, mathematician, astronomer? Jesus Christ! Pick a lane, but I, I guess like if if you understood one thing, it was probably pretty fucking easy to, uh, you know, do everything else back then. <laughs> so uh, th this dude's famous for uh, having one of his slogans, one of his uh, <laughs> one of his comedy slogans, just. Uh, engraved on the front facade of a temple of Apollo in Delphi, uh, which is the temple of Apollo is basically where like the high priestess hung out. I don't know what you look like, but come on high priestess. She's got to be fucking smoking dude. Big old, big old honkers, dude. Freaking Heather. If you know what I mean. Um, but his slogan that was like, there's no way this guy at he's famous for saying, know thyself which what a fucking <laughs> dude you know that guy was drunk at the bar and he's just like know thyself and then everyone's like what did one of the seven sages of Greece just know thyself woo <laughs> 
It would have been so tight to be an inventor back then. Be like, check it out, a stick. Inventor. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I gotta, I gotta keep up with these slides. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Draco was born before these seven dickheads. Um, so, basically... Somewhere around uh, 622 BC during the 39th Olympiad. It's a, which, holy, dude, I didn't realize, like, back then, the 39th Olympiad lasted for four years. There's just four years of Olympic Games going on. And uh, he, he's, uh, so, I don't know, during this, he took some extra time from watching Pancration to replace, you know, the prevailing system of law, which... At the time, uh, the prevailing system before, uh, so, so Draco basically just invented, yo, I'm going to write down on a piece of paper or something, and then you look at it, and then it's the law. Like that. <laughs> that's what a, that's what a lot of legislator is. Be like, hey, I wrote this down, check it out. <laughs> but, uh, so during these, uh, in between Pancration, you know, and the javelin and, throw the big rock and you know whatever olympic games i i don't know if those were in there yet but uh he he's he's credited with replacing the prevailing system of oral law and blood feud with a written code only to be enforced by a court of law tight right i think uh i don't know to to be honest it's kind of the same shit um because they're saying back then oral law, you know, come on, you play telephone, oral law, you know, it's when you not like you suck each other during the law and order show. <laughs> Dude, give me some oral law. Give me some. Uh, but basically it's just like, hey, remember what that old guy said? That's the law. <laughs> but so at the time it's, it's marked as a, like there was unequal access to legal knowledge by, oh, wait. Oh, God damn it. Okay. So, uh, so basically the aristocracy, I almost said aristocracy, which potato, tomato, who, fuck you. Uh, the aristocracy basically had like the power, of course, and the people, you know, they were fucked. Um, so basically the, the established laws of Athens were inefficiently formulated in a spoken language and often modified and reevaluated to, you know, help out the... Uh, aristocracy um and then so yeah so basically it was pinned against the people at, from the start of course oh i mean i don't know has shit changed has it hmm doubt it uh <laughs> so basically at the time the the cool ass shit was oral law and blood feud and blood feud come on that's pretty funny like so basically this was a cycle of retaliatory violence where typically like a whole uh, family is held responsible. So like if you got, if your dickhead brother like pisses on a goat, like they're going to come back and piss on your goat and maybe your brother doesn't even have a goat and you have all the goats. So, <laughs> but basically it was just this like, uh, just this cyclical thing like vendettas that would just be like, what? You pissed on my goat? I'll piss on your goat. 
you pissed on my goat? I'm going to uh, kiss your sister. <laughs> and then just like, like back and forth, back and forth. And occasionally like these vendettas would last like months to years. Sometimes wiping out entire lineages. Like fucking an entire family is just wiped out because of blood feud. So you would think that like, I don't know, legislation is better than that, but I'm kind of down with blood feud. Like, let's just go back. <laughs> let's go back to that, dude. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty funny too. Cause like I read that like, uh, uh, where am I? Uh, family. Like if you were rich enough, damn it. I'm probably saying like, and these keywords too much. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Don't worry. Uh, but oh, I'm probably saying basically a lot too. So families would lock themselves. If you're rich enough to have a tower, you know, you would lock yourself in the towers during a blood feud. And then when you get a chance, you'd murder members of the opposing family. <laughs> the murder was pretty tight back then, I guess. Um, but uh, around this time, the last blood feud on record uh, required the Greek army to intervene. <laughs> that is that is some sick-ass blood feud. You need the, the Greek army to come in and break up your uh, Hatfield and McCoy fight? Damn. You, you need a bunch of, like, men with wearing dresses and, uh, like, a brush on your head <laughs> to come in and be like, hey, don't fucking do that anymore, you dick. <laughs> Dude, a man with a brush on his head came over, I would respect him. <laughs> Mm. Um. So, and maybe you're a smart person. Maybe, maybe you've seen some of this coming. But uh, if you're familiar, uh, so Draco introduces his laws, and then and he calls them the Draconian laws. Which, if you're a smart guy, you know that those are uh, those are characterized as being ruthless and unforgiving, like big time. Uh. And, you know, I don't know. Here's why. <laughs> uh, so basically, no, nobody, nobody has uh, or knows what the, like the full draconian constitution says anymore. Like they lost it. Thank fuck. Uh, but basically, God damn it. There it is. Basically, I'm going to draconian law myself if I say basically again. <laughs> so... Since the full constitution no longer exists, severe punishments were typically the solution to major offenses as well as minor offenses, such as stealing a head of cabbage. Major offense. Um, and and th th this is the funniest part because they say that uh, there may have only been one penalty for all offenses, which is execution. <laughs> Which, holy shit, I can't imagine being around. <laughs> Be like, wait, what? What? Uh, wait, wait, wearing uh, a white toga bedsheet after Labor Day? That's against death? I get, I get the death card for that? Fuck. God. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, how easy would it be to be 
Some guy just wrote down, yo, if you fuck up, dead. <laughs> Give him the chair. Or I guess you don't really have a chair back then. But uh, I don't know. That's a pretty funny thing about uh, the, the head of cabbage. Uh, he, anybody, uh, <laughs> anybody use cabbage? You ever use cabbage for anything aside from not eating? Because uh, cabbage... Uh, Cabbage has some magical qualities. This is wild. Uh, this has nothing to do with Draco, but do you know that? I know y'all are thinking I'm fucking with you, but sometimes, uh, like if ladies can't stop lactating, which let me tell you, I'm an expert on lactation. <laughs> sometimes, uh, if if ladies can't stop lactating, they take a uh, like pieces of cabbage and put them in their bra, and then somehow that. Stops the lactation. <laughs> See, we're learning here. We are learning. It is so tight. Look it up. Uh, so if your wife or girl's got leaky titties, dude, just buy a head of cabbage. Don't fucking steal it, though. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, dude, this guy is a fucking dickhead. Like, so basically, fuck. I get the chair. Somebody hit me with a chair. <laughs> um so the way like the way that these were written i mean obviously they're written but people just carve these into giant stones in the middle of a city and yeah it's all nice and good and stuff but uh i don't know not everybody could read. So it's like, hey, what's that wooden thing over there with a bunch of blood on it? Oh, those are our laws? Huh. Okay. Well, I hope I don't do that. <laughs> so really, it doesn't really seem like it changed uh, like oral law much because it's like some guy, some rich guy still had to read it to you and he could read it to you wrong. That's always a fun thing to do. You, <laughs> like you ever work with somebody and you're, uh, you're like, you're, you've been there for a little bit, but like the new guy, like, you, oh, dude, train him wrong, dude. Especially if it has to do with like heavy machinery. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to tell him that, uh, like, yeah, this, uh, this gas powered, uh, circle saw, you know, you, you got to start it by, uh, <laughs> by running the wheels the saw blade on the ground you know to, to get it started you know kind of like a kind of like how you start a go ped remember those that's what you got to do to and then <laughs> um so moving on uh this uh greek biographer plutarch plutarch at the time which th this is supposedly um is it supposedly Supposedly. See, we'll learn. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Plutarch took this uh, quote from Draco, I guess, but it's or a synopsis, and it says, uh, quote, And Draco himself, they said, being asked why he made death the penalty for most offenses, replied that in his opinion that the lesser ones deserved it, and for the greater ones, no heavier penalty could be found. What a dick. Like, come on, really? Dude, I jaywalk, do I get death? 
I guess this guy probably never jaywalked. He's probably one of those dudes in the chairs where four people lifting you up and carrying you around. <laughs> so, so that is what uh, Draco is famous for. Um, here we go. Here's here's the big ramp up. Is did I tease you hard enough? Are you are you on the edge? Did I edge you enough? Did I edge you? Um, <clears throat> so it's unclear why and when, but after he established the Dracronian laws, he was driven out of Athens and exiled to live the rest of his life in Aegina, a neighboring island. Come on. We all know why he was driven out because he made these dickhead laws and then fuck you, dude. Like you can't, that is so uncreative. Uh, okay. I think death is the, is the only thing, you know, what's worse than death. Oh, <laughs> just an uncreative fucking dickhead wearing a bed sheet. Um, and okay. And he, he was exiled to Aegina. He's exiled to an Italian fucking island. How bad could that be? Like, damn, don't exile me to Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> I hope I get exiled for this podcast and they sent me to, I don't know, the moon or something. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I could still record this podcast up there if I got to take all my gear. I don't need anybody. <laughs> um, so... I don't know, Draco's living his life out in Aegina, being a dickhead. I don't know, probably walking around. What do you do? I guess cooking would take a while. He's wearing sandals. Okay. So one day, 600 BC, exiled in Aegina. Draco's like, what's up, dude? Let's go to the uh, Aegean theater. You like that? Aegean. Like this, this word is spelled a gina and I didn't fuck it up. I made it through. I made it through. Like, look how smart I am now. You, Aegean. That's right. Maybe it's a genitin. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but, uh, so he's exiled doing his thing, you know, I don't know, wearing a fucking fitted bed sheet because fuck those sheets. Uh, and he went to the Aegean theater to catch a play. You know, just going out to the movie theaters, you know, just being in exile. Oh, this, oh, maybe I'll get some wine after. You know, this sounds horrible. So uh, he's at this theater hanging out, waiting for the play to start. And holy shit, apparently there's a ton of his supporters there. Like everyone's like, ooh, Draco, dude. Remember that? Remember those stone tablets that you put in the center of our city and uh, engrave them and then wrote, used blood on them? Remember? Oh my God. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. Uh, holy shit. Remember? Oh my God. My neighbor, his dog shit on my yard. He got the death penalty. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I don't know. I get his goats or something. <laughs> but, uh, so there's so many of his supporters there. And apparently in 
ancient people people in Greece must have invented the hat trick because in ancient Greek fashion, you know, the hat trick, somebody scores three goals, uh, you throw your hat on the ice. Fuck that, dude. I, you're not getting my hat. I'll bring a prop hat to throw on there. I'll fucking throw one on there. But a ton of his supporters were there. In an ancient Greek fashion of showing approval, they started to shower him in cloaks, hats, and shirts. So the dude sitting there in the bedsheet, he's just getting piled on. And his supporters were so vast, and they threw so many presents on his head that he suffocated to death right there. <laughs> dude come on this guy got buried by presence this that's like a chill like a, a kid's like like santa will you bury me in presence please but he got buried in presence <laughs> oh my god like what are the okay what are the odds that those were actually his supporters? Like, you know, somebody was like, hey, Draco, I love you. And then they just, here's a weighted blanket. <laughs> Back then, like a weighted blanket is just like a blanket with a bunch of mud in it. <laughs> oh, man, it's so sweet, dude. This guy must be terrified of graduations. Like any of his lineage, any of his... Uh, like great, great grandchildren. They're like, I can't walk, dude. I'm not, everyone throws their hats up at the end. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. Mostly afraid of that. And like Mardi Gras, <laughs> I don't want to get buried in beads. <laughs> oh man, Draco. You took it. You fucking, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And, and on, on top of that, uh, he was pronounced dead right then. And did they do the play? Did they do the play? Like there's just a guy unmuffled under a bunch of blankets and hats <laughs> with a bunch of goofy ass feathers sticking out. And they just did the play. Just a mound of clothes. And some, someone's up there holding a skull going to be or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um <laughs> so they pronounced him dead and they buried him at the theater <laughs> god that must have been a stinky theater oh <laughs> uh, i wonder if they uh, okay yeah they had to bury him they didn't just leave him under the pile and be like oh yup we buried him <laughs> oh man um Damn. So that's about it. Uh, thank you for listening to this first episode. Um, I have 10 planned out for the first season. Um, definitely love your feedback. Hit me up. Bartdangus at gmail.com. Uh, leave a comment, a review, something, please. And legit, I'm looking like this is loosely based. So, you know, funny deaths are going to be, you know, the main thing, but like, I don't know. Anything that you would like me to do a topic on that is uh, revolving around death, dude, let's fucking do it. Hit me up. Uh, thank you for listening to episode one of the podcast. Hope you all are well. Um, 
See you.